Hello, Western Mission Hotline. This is Master D speaking. How may I help you? Hello, Master D. It is I, Avatar Kiyoshi. Hello, Avatar Kiyoshi. How may I help you? How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing pretty well, thank you for asking, but I listened to your Cousin's Nim episode the other day, and oh, you did? honestly, it made me want to... Yes, oh, wait, yes, wait. I did. Where did you hear it from? Did you hear it on Spotify? Or you subscribe to the Patreon? Because if you're not, then you should subscribe to the Patreon. Because it's lit. I listened to it somehow. I don't recall. But I needed to get something off my chest about my three successors in the line of Avatar. You're talking about Aang, Roku, and uh, what's his other one name? Korra. Well, for starting off with Roku, he was a major disappointment as someone who was, came right after me. I mean, he should have just killed Sozin when he had the chance and the world would have been plunged into hundreds of years of war, but instead he ended up dying, choking on ash and smoke. Wait a minute now. And then... Wait, wasn't... Weren't they like best friends? And uh, does, does that matter? I mean... Friends doesn't mean anything when you're an avatar and trying to balance the world. But do you want to kill your best friend all the time, though? Even if they're trying to plunge the world into darkness? It's like, bro, you got to put them to the side and be like, bro, what are you doing, man? You can't you can't be doing this shit. Sometimes you got to be a friend and a bro. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes being the avatar overwrites being a friend and a bro, as you so eloquently put. We're mm. man, we are born to maintain balance, not to be a friend to everyone, especially those who threaten that balance. Which brings me to our next avatar, Aang. Mind you, Aang did do a pretty good job at cleaning up Roku's mess, but honestly, he should have killed Ozai. I mean, Aang is like 12. I, uh, something, something about my spirit, having a grown, a little kid, having to kill a grown ass man just seems wrong. Anything else that you have complete today? Last but not least, my biggest disappointment, even more so than Roku. Korra, as the Oof. next woman in the Avatar cycle, I had so much hope for her. She had a lot of potential. And what does she do? Not only does she get her bending taken away, but she also ends the Avatar cycle. It was such a disappointment seeing another woman so headstrong and powerful being subdued by her own ignorance and lack of listening skills. You know what's crazy? Korra's been getting a lot of calls lately. I might have to readjust her file cabinet because it's getting kind of stuffed. Um, so you had complaints today she was a failure as an avatar and she sucked. She just Basically. disappointed me as a from woman from a woman avatar to a woman avatar. And she mm. didn't utilize her ears to listen to people. Missed the same mistake over and over again. It was exhausting watching her fail. Okay, meathead can go down in the file. Anything else you'd like to complain about in for your successors? Well, not a specifically to them. I'm going to send all these invoices to these successes you have. And we'll get back to you, okay? And we'll let you know what they have to say. And, you know, make sure that your points are made correctly. And they will be brought to the right person for future episodes. Thank you, Master Day. I really appreciate your diligence. Of course. So I do my best. I have you a wonderful day now. Kiyoshi. You too, thank you. Avatar Kiyoshi.
Supernovas, and welcome back to the Worst Generation Podcast. I'm your host, GB, uh, also known as, for this week, Eustace Beck. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with some more names because I don't know if I'm really vibing with Eustace Beck all the way, but that shit is funny. Uh, we are coming to you guys today, bringing you an episode about the best and worst anime endings. We'll be talking about what makes a good ending, uh, what we appreciate in an ending. Uh, we'll give you some examples of best and worst. Uh probably have a couple tangents going on because the vibe is good already as we talk pre-show and then uh we'll get out of here first up before we do anything as always i gotta introduce the crew uh number one on the crew today is the first lady of the pod uh your girl panda the don what's up y'all it's your girl panda the don better known as the og panda better known as pitbull panda better known as panda with the hammer better known as the honorable Panda, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show. Was that GB or Panda? Was what GB or Panda? <laughs> that was not. That was not me. Oh, oh, like, with damn. the applause, because because I fuck with the hammer sound effect. I I, I love that. That shit gets better every episode. You'll you'll laugh when I tell you what it actually is. <laughs> you smacking your hand on the desk? It's my yes. It's my fist hitting my table. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Uh, could, we could have pretended it was him. I mean, I, I thought she was going to say something like, I'm kicking the ceiling or something that I didn't expect. I'm sorry. Kicking the ceiling. Yeah, you know. You okay, so me? I'm not that tall, and I don't know how the <laughs> fuck that would work. Do I look like a ninja to you? You ain't never uh, got upside down and, like, tried to put your feet on the ceiling? Like, got up on the table? GB, let me say this one more the, time. The I'm short. What do y'all My be doing with y'all lives? First, first, y'all tell me shit like y'all don't like chase rabbits. <laughs> she did say she had buddies like Hinata. Yeah, um, she did have those pictures. There's the record of this. There's so. the record. Mm-hmm. Um, Rome, just FYI, we are in the social media age. Filters and angles will make everything look as what it's not. Oh, I'm okay. You do with that right. what you will. Oh, so he tried to play me just now, dude. I'm not hip on the bunch, social media and the angles. Boys. So, uh, before we move on from Panda, everybody. Uh, make sure I go check out Give Panda the Ox. I don't, at the time of this recording, I don't know exactly when this episode is going to drop, but right now we have the Give Panda the Ox tournament. It's highly likely this tournament will be done by the time you guys get this episode, but still make sure you guys check out the segment. It's on YouTube, uh, it's on Twitter, and shit, we'd love to hear from y'all, like, what y'all want from the segment, what y'all want to hear. Dead ass, dead ass, dead ass. Uh, next up... Since we just talking about Twitter and everything, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce uh, the first mate leak. Yo yo, what up? One piece leak, aka Mister Run My Fade. What's good, everybody? Thank y'all for continuing to support the anime arc tournaments, the uh, Get Panda the Ox tournaments, and yeah, man, we got more coming. We got a lot of really good podcast episodes coming this season, so keep fucking with us. Yeah, man. Uh, pod, I've been on a roll lately, having these, uh, having this time off that I'm not working right now in Arizona and doing like, well, not going into work, but like doing everything from home. This extra time I have, I feel like we finna go on a little run, a little string of fire episodes, fire content. So I'm excited for everything that's finna come our way. Uh, speaking of fire ass content, we also got our resident YouTuber on the pod, Sensei the Glove. 
I had a feeling he was about to introduce him. <laughs> oh, I had a feeling he was about to introduce him. Yeah, so he'll, he'll be I, back. Was, I was wondering if he was going, if he heard that little. Like, yeah, I'll be on, I'll be on my Thanos shit. All worlds is gonna bring y'all back to me. I'll just wait for him. Uh, in the meantime, Master D. Yes, 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 yes. It is my time. My time has finally arrived. It is I, Master D, aka Pandemic D, aka when Plan A don't work, there's always a Plan B, aka Drax the Destroyer, because I will destroy any. You know what? Let's just leave it alone. AKA Mr. Worth Mission Hotline. It's Master D speaking. How may I help you? Welcome to the show. Hope you're all ready for another fire episode. I'm, you know, feeling under the weather, but I'm always ready. This nigga said Pandemic D? You're crazy, nigga. And that that pan made me pause for a minute. I'm just like, what the fuck are you about to say? Pandemic. Wait a minute, hold on. Fuck a plan A, I brought a plan B. Plan B. Listen, <laughs> I'm like, let's go, nigga. Plan D would be next level. <laughs> I thought you said plan D. You said plan B? Yeah, said, B yeah, is the word. Uh, it's still a bar, but it would have been better yeah. at D. It would, but next, next show. Uh, and since uh, since he's back on the pod. I am back on the pod. Since Sailor Glove. Yo, man, what's crazy? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, my <laughs> Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy, Sensei Lake Glove, the ball head, black anime nerd, the ball barbarian, the ball bitch macker, the ball brainiac, the ball banker, Mr. Gloves Off, King Glove, first of his name, long may he fucking reign in this bitch with my dog, Chase. What's cracking, niggas? Woof, woof. Chase is in this motherfucker. Chase is in this motherfucker. Chase just be making appearances and stuff. He's been on streams. He's been on. He episodes. has been on streams, bothering mm-hmm. the shit out of me, boy. Mm-hmm. That's what got uh, Just those tiny dogs. Uh, we definitely do got got a couple ride alongs on the episode today. Um, appreciate you all y'all being here with me. So let's get right into the episode. We're gonna do a little bit of yay or nay. Oh. So, uh, for yay or nay today, it's gonna be Leak and Sensor. Oh, I'm excited for this shit. Two, right here. two heavyweights going head to head. Right, like short niggas versus tall niggas. Let's go! Damn. Wow, wow, this, wow. This, wow. wow, the slander. <laughs> wow, I love it, bro. I love it. I said nothing. Yo, for real. I want that on the record. I wanted to be messy. Sorry. <laughs> messy wow. You know what's crazy, Leek? You be minding your own business, and like people just throw the short slander on you, just like Rome came Y'all, in the chat. I'm and, just saying. And, and, and spread the whole agenda that I didn't spread. That, that was Leek. That was that was literally wow. late. That was Leek. No, Leek spread it. Leek started that. Leek started that. I I was not being Hydus. I was just noticing hey, the person. This, this chat, this chat right. is full of hiders, bro. I'm just, not a hider. I just y'all just because you read right. the history books wrong, wrong don't mean that's the way it went. I got the mm. real from Leek, and he told me what really happened. Mm. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, Stay tuned for the next episode of Toxic Boys to get that. <laughs> get that I'm gonna be on an episode of Toxic Boys one day. Mm. Yay! So the year and eight today uh, is gonna be loose ends. Uh-oh. Uh, since we're talking about best and worst endings for a series, uh, the question is, does a series ending need closure for it to be a successful ending? 
let y'all think on that for a quick second. So who wants to be yay and who wants to be nay? Um, I'll go nay. I knew I knew Leek was gonna say nay. I had. I also Leek. wanted to say nay, but I huh? knew Leek was gonna say nay. Mm-hmm. So here because we go. that's the real answer. That is the real answer. So it is the real Leek. answer. <sighs> All right, here we uh, go. Oh, since I chose you, need to Do I go first or? You can go first, B. Yeah, you go ahead and go first. That way, Sensei can uh, have some material to rebuttal with and shut your ass down because he's got the harder side to defend. Wow. (laughs) So, do I believe that a series needs closure for it to be a successful ending? Well, having a little bit of mystery at the end of a series can lead to, one, to, to a series potentially getting extended or having, like, another arc in it. And also, some things don't necessarily have to have an answer to them. Um, if we take the Hunter Hunter 2011 version, for example, even though that's not the full ending, that is a good spot to where the anime can actually end because it wraps up his journey. Yes, it does segue into a, a, a another arc, but if you never if you never read the anime, you would or never read the manga, I should say, you honestly wouldn't even know the difference. Um, I feel like that's a perfect example of a series wrapping things up, but also segueing into something else, but it never finishes. We also can look at Magi. Magi continues right after that, but I feel like where the anime left off, it was a decent ending where it's not like you're wondering, okay, well, this show can't end here. There has to be more. Um, So, again, it comes down to what you feel like success is, but for it to be a a, a successful wrap-up, it doesn't need to tie up all the loose ends. Sometimes you can leave things to mystery and so you can have speculation in the fan base. All right. So here's Mr. Sensei to tell you why that's fucking cap. Chase, can you fucking chew your toy somewhere else, bro? Please? Thank you. Alright. Now, that shit fucking cap, right? Um, series need to close all of their stories for anything to make sense. While closing one part of a story and then closing it off can be looked at as okay or good or successful, um, similar to kind of what Leek was saying, it depends on um, what you think success is. But ultimately, if a story introduces multiple storylines, multiple plot lines, um, and then ends itself before wrapping up all of those said plot lines and storylines, um, leaving little to no ambiguity at the end, that is the true definition of success. Um, take a story like One Piece, for instance. One Piece is shrouded in mystery, and though it's not ended, um, most of the fan base will be highly disappointed if it ends without wrapping up several plot lines like uh, what's happening with the revolutionaries, uh, what what happened in the the void century, uh, shit like that, like questions that hot. we all need. You going what? I'm gonna be hot. Yeah, for sure. Shit. Niggas I'm will. Just, I'm niggas will be hot. Niggas will be hot. And then if you think about uh, series that have ended, um, that may or may not have wrapped up every um, every aspect of the story. I might say. Uh, I guess anime would anime is the only real good example because most manga try to wrap up. Everything I can't really think of a manga off the top of my head that ended and didn't really try to close all of their endings. But um, thinking of anime, so to use Hunter Hunter for example, um, 
yeah, the story of Gone did wrap up. Killua's story didn't wrap up. Kurapika's story didn't wrap up. I I want to know if this nigga ever is is ever gonna get to the spiders. Like that didn't really have a closing of an ending for us. Um, is Crollo gonna get his fucking powers back? Like it was a lot of things that just weren't answered that could leave a bad taste in the mouth of a viewer who cared more about that shit than they did about Gone fighting his dad. Um, so while if you care about Gone finding his dad and that's the story that you wanted to be wrapped up, 1,000% success. But if you cared about everything holistically and other people's story arts as well, then no. Nah. Based off what you said on the other branches of the story in Hunter Hunter, so without those things being wrapped up, the Kurapika story, the Krolo story, the, um, what's it say, Killua? Um, if those things, since those things were not wrapped up in anime, would you say that the Hunter Hunter 2011 anime was not successful in wrapping it up. You can't back me into this corner, bro, because you know I, I'm no, fighting. No, 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 I'm, no, 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 I'm no, no, no. fighting. You use those examples. It's a mountain so, right now, G. So, <laughs> by your logic, since those things did not wrap up, <laughs> would you say that the 2011 this nigga Hunter 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 is Hunter G? <laughs> <laughs> you went Go ahead, ask your question again. <laughs> so, based off the storylines that you mentioned, Korapika, not um, retrieving the rest of his clan's eyes, Cloro getting his powers back, killer a story with Aluka. Would you say that the Hunter 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 2011 anime ended unsuccessfully? I would say that it ended unsuccessfully on those grounds, yes. That's Cap. <laughs> Throw the emoji at this nigga, because that's Cap. It was hard to argue. Bro. I'm like, gee, what the fuck? And then this nigga go, so you don't think it was good? Damn, yes, I thought it was fucking good, nigga. The fuck? You could have been like, you could have pulled the league like, hey, this your time, league. I ain't trying to take away from that. I should have, G. I should have. Well, not answer the question. I'd have been like, nah, I need you to answer this question. I should have. I'd have been like, oh, sound like you're taking your time, man. Yeah, that question, that question was really hard, but. You guys touched on something I think is really important about, uh, so since we're going to be discussing like the best and worst endings, it's really what's important in an ending, like what makes it a best or a worst. So um, some things that you guys touched on already is developing plot lines. Are all plot lines uh, held equal? Do we want to see everything resolved or are we okay if we only see three of them resolved? Like the Hunter Hunter example that Sensei brought up, we get uh, Gon finds his father, and it wraps up in the anime, but Karapka, Krolo, Hisoka, like, there's still multiple storylines out there that are just left open-ended, and we don't know what happens, but as a whole, do, overall, do we feel happy with the ending of the story? Yeah, because for some series, life goes on, and we understand that as the viewer, and so it's okay for us to understand that about the anime. Um, another thing that you guys touched on about endings is the actual uh uh does it does it did it did it fit with the story and um and the example that i'll use will be like a naruto where um so many things kind of get undone with the ending of the of the ninja arc and we talked about this in the previous episode um but so many things get undone that 
you find yourself like, uh, like you feel cheap after the ending. And so a series that was, that still lives go level even after a cheap ending, um, has been diminished by that ending. So those are some of the things that we kind of want to get into today. Uh, I want to hear from you guys to start the conversation off. Uh, what, what makes an ending to a show good or bad for you guys? Not all at once. Uh, um, oh my bad. Go ahead, Pamela. You got it. You sure? Um, yeah. I think although there, there, I, this kind of this kind of goes to the earlier uh, yay or nay. I think when an anime has most of the questions answered, like there's a di- like there's a difference between an anime uh, leaving being in- inconclusive, like and an anime leaving so many un- loose ends that it's like bothersome. Like for example, Cowboy Bebop. The ending of Cowboy Bebop. It's literally the creator of Cowboy Bebop literally said what happens to Spike is ambiguous. There's no confirmation or denial that he's alive or dead. So, but that's good enough for me. But I feel like when an anime has answered a majority, if not all, questions that are left, like that we've been asking as watchers, or manga in, in this case, or a manga that has left like that answers a majority of our questions, even if it's left off with a in, ambiguous ending that you know, a tolerable ambiguous ending. I could still, I could still like say it's a, it's a really good ass anime or manga. Uh, one example of something that doesn't do that, I would say, is Soul Eater because Soul Eater to me, especially the manga, left so many unanswered questions about like everything that happened. I don't know how many other people, and I think Leek, I don't know, Leek read the manga. Read the manga. Yeah, the thing. I read the manga. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So it's just the way it ended was so made me question a lot, like what happened with Asura and this stuff was cool, but I think I feel like I needed more. It was like so many much stuff that like needed to be answered or needed to be just talked about before just concluding like that. So I think an anime that has a tolerable ending that doesn't leave too many loose ends, but if they want to leave the ending as ambiguous, it still does that in a way that's tolerable, that's manageable, that makes you still say this anime ended pretty well. Whether you hate the ending or not, anime, this it still ended well enough to me to still like it as a whole, if that makes sense. For me, it's it's the ending gotta make sense for the story. Like it can't it can't that just too. feel like it can't just feel like it's something that was just dropped on us out of like fan service or you know, a rushed need to finish or just literally just whatever, you know what I mean? Um, I guess Bleach is, Bleach is like the, the the best example I have of any I don't fuck with because it yeah. just ended super like abruptly and it felt like okay y'all just doing this because y'all feel like this is how how we think Bleach should end or like how we think an ending of Bleach would go um, and it wasn't can I, really can I can I ask a question for you Bleach watchers uh, well I wouldn't even talk about the anime I was talking about the uh, the manga the manga yeah we were both talking about the manga though oh. Okay. What was the, what was your question though? You can yeah, what was the, the question? Is the, is the bleach is the bleach uh, remake or resurgence that's coming up? Is that a continuation of the anime? Is there some like is that a spinoff? It is a continuation. It is a continuation. It's the ending of the manga. Yeah, yeah it, it goes okay. through the thousand year blood war. That's where because it ended it ended right after the uh, anime ended right after the full bring art, but that's not the ending in the manga. The ending in the manga is with you walking everything. So that's what the, what they're going to animate. Was it that's ne- isn't that next year? Yeah. Yeah, next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So um, and you and you guys don't like the ending to Bleach. We don't like everything. I, I feel know. like things leading up to it was it's cool. super super rushed. But yeah, it's very rushed. Like the, when I read the last chapter, I was so fucking confused. I had to go back and read and just like what the hell happened. That's how abrupt and random, like strange it was because the way it ended. Because like the chapter before the last one, they was in the middle of a full ass fight. Middle of a full ass fight. Right, a middle of a full ass fight. And next, in the next chapter, niggas, niggas is married with kids, and I'm just like, wait a minute. So, (laughs) so the reason why the bleach and like, I feel like didn't they rush Taekwondo to do it? Well, week two. If you was reading it week to week, which back then I was. Mm-hmm. The ending felt so much worse because it was literally him getting dead like they basically gave him a certain amount of time. You have to fit this whole arc in this amount of time. And yeah. once he got to like the last fight, they literally told him, You got two weeks and the shit is over with. And he literally yeah. had to like throw as much as he could into them like last three chapters, which is why you just jump from one thing to another, because he tried to do his best to try to wrap it up in the last few chapters. Like they literally put him in a box put him in and then on top of on top of putting him in a box they like all right you know what we're really trying to get this over with sooner so the plan you have for the short ass time go ahead and scrap that shit you got like five chapters and it's over with that's yeah like, and that's uh, you, i remember do reading you guys that consider uh do you guys consider a forced ending and a rush ending to be one and the same or synonymous or different not all forced, not all rushed endings are forced because some people just do that shit for the hell of it. Like some people think it's okay and then it turns out to the fans to feels like by the fans to be rushed. However, I do feel like a lot of forced endings can be rushed, but I don't know a lot of situations. I really don't know any situation where a forced ending can actually end pretty well or go the way yeah, it I needs to. That. I don't know one that is that is ended right because well. uh, it wouldn't make sense for it to end well. Yeah. It does if you're being told that you can no longer do the shit how you want to and you have a certain amount of time left and you have to figure out how to put all the things that you had into that short amount of time, that means you're going to have to start cutting corners, removing explanations, mm-hmm. cutting panels. So it's not going to turn out as well as it's supposed to. Or really. even if or even if the author themselves just wanted to end it, like the author of Fool Wars. Like, yeah, I ain't trying to do this shit no more. I'm going to just end it. I'm, I'm see, yeah, that, shit, see, yeah. That's two, that's two different things, though. Yeah, like, like but that I, was... But those those feel the same. Like, the ending will feel the same to me. Well, yeah, it'll feel the same, but I don't view them the same because of that, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, if, if the like, author like wraps like, it up ooh. early because he chooses to, like, I'm over this shit. I'm just going to finish this and be done with it. And they just cut corners and just force, like, rush the ending. I'm like, okay, I feel a lot more irritated i feel it feels worse to me when it's done like that whereas opposed to bleach like knowing the background and knowing what's going on is like damn i just feel bad for this dude like how did you feel about how did you feel about the demon slayer ending it falls in line with the fool wars because for me unless there unless there's background that i don't know for me that felt like the arthur either rushed it or they didn't fully plan how they wanted to end it and they wanted to end it by a certain amount of chapters, so the ending got screwed, and right. it felt bad. Which is like that's that's which is like when people like I'm completely honest. Like when I talk about the last arc of Demon Slayer, I say the arc is fine, but that final fight is absolute garbage, and it it makes the ending bad. Like it literally makes the ending terrible to me. Not only did it not go how it should have gone, it didn't flow correctly. It became predictable, and it just became like a it wasn't an asshole, but it just like it felt weak. 
and I felt shortchanged at the end. Right. We should probably we should probably do an episode. We talk about um, <clears throat> when the series gets away from the creator and uh, like effects of that. But uh, Master D, what what are what are some things you look for? Um, for me, I like ending that you know wraps up a lot of loose plot lines that they had flowing around, like mysterious characters. Like I like I like to see them pull those like stories bring back bring them back around and you know give them like a good answer. Okay, so this is who this character was. He was he doing this whole time? Like, um, I think a good anime that really I loved ending of this anime was Astro Lost in Space. I think it did a great job and like wrapped up a good like short anime, twelve episodes, but it had a good decent plot. And you and you couldn't even tell that the ending was coming, but when the ending came, it kind of just like shocked you because the plot was made everything else made more made much more sense to me. And I like those like little bit of characters were just like okay, now I gotta go back and watch it again, just to make me realize okay, wow. All those things, all those little things that he was doing, all the little minor details that he was, you know, talking about, they all made more sense. So I like endings with, like, you know, they wrap up loose plot lines and, like, you know, give like a little plot twist. But, um, but that's what I was talking about. Astro Lost in Space is one where, uh, like, you you think you know the plot twist or you've predicted the plot twist because all signs point to what it is. And then, the plot twist comes and it's slightly different, but it's different enough to be to feel totally separate from mm. what you thought it was. I Astro Lost in Space is definitely a recommendation if anyone out there has not uh, Most watched definitely. it yet. Definitely yeah. a recommendation for you to go uh, check out. Um, <clears throat> when Leek was talking earlier about being shortchanged at the ending, do you have do you have any endings like that, uh, Master D, where you felt shortchanged at the end of it? Um. Thinking about different anime, I can't say I've been shortchanged, but I would say it left me wanting more. If um, that's kind of similar, I guess you'd say. Like, I, I didn't say like I was like dipped out, like, just things like, damn, that's it, and there's no more. Like, the ending of Cowboy Bebop definitely gave me that one feeling of like, damn, I need more of this, and I can't get any more because that's it. So I felt kind of shortchanged because I'm like, it's such a good anime. And such a good story that I like. I want more of it. I want. I want more Spike Speaker. I want his continuation of his journey, but I can't get any more because it ended so well. It ended the story so nicely. I can't even be mad at it too. I just keep thinking about it. Like, what more? I keep thinking about my head, my own head, and in my head, thinking about okay, this is what he went on this journey. That's how I made this story go in my head. I just. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. I think the ending. You're right. It just fits so well with the with the show. Like, um, yeah. we're gonna we got an episode coming up that's kind of set to cowboy, cowboy bebop, and um, that whole kind of that yeah we do, that whole kind of thought of you know what's the real purpose of life and you know what's my purpose of life like what what is my what is my destination is it my journey and if all else fails life continues without me what really happens, so um. Has the has the crew is out here adrift on the on the on the bebop, floating around in space, really trying to figure out where they fit in and what they want to do. They find home with themselves, but like the world around them keeps going, um, which is similar to what the show does. Uh, it's really only like eight to ten episodes that really drive the plot, and then yeah. everything else is just regular kind of you know random. Yeah. random but it's- this is what happened these days type type episodes but it's not even like random episodes because the episodes like vaguely tying in a way like it's like you know meeting a new character or meeting a new person that might be have some interest in like another plot line so it's like they're not big episodes but it's big enough 
was I like I like the um the one thing that they did I always enjoyed the beginning of the episode where they had the little TV show, little cardboard like bounty hunter channel that always popped in. It was uh-huh. like gave mm. gave like okay, this is what the episode's gonna be about in a way. Like we're gonna be searching for this person. This is the but this is the bounty for the day. So that kind of set the precedence for what the episode's gonna be, while not also like you know so following the plot line as a whole. Which I enjoyed that feel about like you know it's like a new day, new character, new hunt. But at the same time, we're still following Spike in his journey, you know, just to be. Yeah, it definitely is a show that gets into tangents. Just like this podcast, we end up on tangents and somehow always mm-hmm. find our way back home. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of finding our way back home, uh, we talked about kind of like what are the bad things that happen in the endings. What about some good things that happen in endings that that like really sell the ending for you and like bring it home for you? And if you can, like give a an example, like one of your faves. Anyone? Oh. You said, I my... you said, oh my bad, go ahead. What was, can you repeat the question for me one time, baby? Yeah. Damn, John Wall. <laughs> I'm playing spades. <laughs> playing spades. Yeah, 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 anything, John. Uh, so what we said was, uh, <laughs> funny you said. What, if you can tell us some of the things that you find to be great within endings and um, also give us an example, maybe a favorite. Okay, go ahead, Panda. My favorite ending is Full Metal Alchemist. One of my, well, one of them. Mm-hmm. Because I, I enjoy how it concluded. Like, Ed and Al got what they needed, but they also learned, like, a major lesson, especially in Ed's case, he learned a major lesson about alchemy in itself and utilizing it. And realizing that alchemy isn't always the answer. And honestly, I appreciate what he learned. And I appreciate Truth's response to it. I appreciate him getting Al's body back. Getting part of his body back. But also he lost something. But he realized he had so much more to gain. And, and like really, he already had it basically. He already gained everything that made life worthwhile. Even without alchemy. And I like how everything comes full circle in the end. And everybody goes on about their lives and gets the things that they basically wanted in the end, even without having to use alchemy or anything. Like, he, Edward, Ed now got their bodies back. Uh, Mustang ended up getting his sight back, and he ended up getting, becoming the Fuhrer, if I remember correctly. Uh, Ling became the Emperor of Xing, and so on and so forth. And it's just, it's not a sappy, it's not sappy in this happy ending. It's just leaves so many things tied together that it comes full circle into a beautiful masterpiece that is Full Metal Alchemist. Leak over there like, that's fucking cap. No, but, uh... <laughs> no, nah, everything you said was right. I just didn't care about that shit. I swear no, I was like, man! Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> no. Y'all can kiss I ain't doing nothing. I'm just laughing. No, but, uh... But, uh... Go ahead. I wasn't I finna say shit. I was just over there like leak over there like if you like it, I love it. Yeah, leak ass. Oh, girl, fuck. But I'm rolling, Panda. That was facts. Uh, I did love <laughs> FMAB's ending. Um, honestly, and y'all might y'all might tear me down for this. I loved Dragon Ball Z's ending. The after sale or after Boo? After Boo. After Boo. I Legit. agree. Yeah, I love I that. It. I love that ending for it for what it like for what it was. Um, I feel like it wrapped everything up as well as it could. They gave us that little time jump to, you know, hella in the future and shit. Um, they defeated Boo, but somehow Goku got reincarnation powers and got him reincarnated as a black kid. Uh, 
you know, gave, gave us gave us something to be happy for, representation. Exactly, bro. Um, Trash-ass Hercule got a moment. Uh, shit was smooth. Like, I, I would have been okay with that just being the end of Dragon Ball Z, honestly. But ultimately, like, yeah, like, my, my favorite things about about those endings, besides everything Panda just said, um, it's just that it, it fucking felt right. Like, it felt like that's how this shit should end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, even with Hunter Hunter, like, it's not done, but I'm okay with that ending like that because... I was satisfied with everything that happened up until that point. And so it, the main character reached his fucking goal. Is it safe to say that a good ending is not like standardized, but it's just kind of a case-by-case basis based it's on the series? definitely a case-by-case basis. There's probably people out there that love how Bleach ended. I don't. I don't. I, I don't it depends I don't. on if you're talking about anime or manga. Because there wasn't a bad ending in the anime. It just didn't care. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care for it. Like the yeah, arc I, de- I didn't care. I didn't care about the ending in that. But it did it wrap shit up, and it made sense. So I mean, whatever. And that's and that's the thing. Like even if you think about uh, Hitman Reborn, like I think that that to some people that ending was probably like really good. And I don't think it was bad. I just didn't really care. And it didn't like the. I'm talking about in the anime. I didn't read the. I didn't read the last two arcs. I think it was in the manga. Um. But the ending in the anime was I hate, I guess. Like, I just, I guess it really does, it does depend on the person. Like, it's a case by case. Like, if you don't really care about it, same with Leek. Leek thinks that, yeah, I, I can see somebody thinking that Full Metal Alchemist's Brotherhood is like the greatest shit ever based off everything, but I ain't really care that much for it. So I'm not going to praise it how y'all praise it. So yeah. I can see that being the case a lot. Case by case. Um, question for for panda real quick because um i have not read all of tokyo ghoul but i saw someone on the timeline saying that the ending was trash for tokyo ghoul the manga Uh, yes i don't think the ending to tokyo ghoul was trash because tokyo the ending to tokyo ghoul did answer quite a bit of uh, like actually answered a few questions and the, the overall big bad ended up leaving and his character became a little bit more complex it's just one thing I will one critique I do have is like the, a lot of the drawings and stuff was kind of I don't know how to explain it wasn't trash but it was just kind of the way it was drawn was kind of confusing because a lot of it it's not not even Russian but it was just like scratchy like I, it's, mm-hmm. I'm used to the animation in Tokyo Ghoul a lot of it's kind of rough but it's still you know I can still perceive it the way it needs to be perceived but it was just kind of hard to follow through it in the last couple chapters, but I don't think the anime, the ending was trash, unless they were, they were definitely talking about the manga ending, or were uh, they talking yeah, about definitely. the ending? It, I was scrolling the timeline, they said the Tokyo Ghoul, like, the manga ending was trash, like, the literal, like, those are their words, and so, um, I've never heard, I've actually never heard anyone diss Tokyo Ghoul, but then I the, thought about the it, manga, I don't think, then again, um, you know, I thought about it, and it was like, I don't really know of anyone that's like reading the manga outside of you. Yeah, I I, I, you. I I do I do I did I like the ending because it answered questions. It gave Kaneki what he had been missing pretty much all of his fucking life. And I'd appreciated like how they interacted with the characters. 
I still think they should have beat the shit out of Mitsuki, but you know what? We can't all get what the fuck we want, but they still should have beat that bitch and, well, him, beat him the fuck up because he tried to kill Toka when she was pregnant, but you know what? We gonna let it go. But I did like it. It wasn't one of my favorites, I will say that, but as far as, like, endings that stick out to me. But I did like it. I did I did appreciate them giving Kaneki a really happier ending than what he's been through because that nigga been through some shit, to be honest. And- before we transition, last question I think is the best fit for you as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I'm on my shoujo uh, game right now. Um, right. And I'm watching uh, my love story, and so they're doing a lot of like blue balls and of this man's love for uh, for Shorty for Yamato. Um. What are the endings like in shoujo? Like, are all these endings gonna be like he he gets the girl or he finds the love or like is it gonna be like real heartbreak cliffhangers that I get to deal with too? It it depends on the shoujo. I, I, that's that's the best I could tell you because it, it's it's a shoujo by shoujo basis. It depends on the shoujo. It depends on the plot. It depends on the characters. It just depends on the overall. So there there are some shoujo that give you the happy cute ending. The guy gets the girl. The girl gets the guy. Whatever have you. But then you have those those shoujo that end don't really end all that positive. So it really just it authentically depends. So Panda, question. you chiming in, in on this, Master D? I do have I do have a question because um I was watching something a video earlier. I was just trying to refresh my memory on like anime endings, and something brought up came um this ending came came up. It was about I won't say it's a shoujo because it's talking about this guy's love for this other girl, but he's also cheating on this other girl. He's got basically multiple women. Whoa, you talking about school days? I feel like it is because the way it ended. Yeah, the way it ended. I was like, let me tell you something, y'all. Something about about school days. School days is not all that great. Like the ending is the main reason people probably want to talk about it. It starts off with this guy. Well, I don't want to spoil it for nobody, but the ending, the way it ends, is is it's basically yonderish, yonderish female women. It's like one of the I think one of the first first like experience people like for the first uh, way of experiencing what a what a yonder ends up being like main character shit most of the, the plot line is just really just sad so school days is an example of a shoujo and then psychological at the end mm-hmm. like i would not if you go watch school days just watch like one or two episodes and then skip to the ending because that's what i did because i just want to see the ending and yeah the ending does not disappoint but it it just gets boring because the main character is not worth a damn to me but that's what happens when you don't school day is an example what happens when you don't don't learn to let these niggas go and mind your fucking business don't be a don't be a fucking hero don't be none of those bitches in fucking school days please don't please he wasn't even fine Okay, and he trash, and he boring. Uh-uh. My hair was looking like Buddy from School Days the other night. Who? He's My talking hair. about the movie. Oh, yeah, he's talking about the, the fucking movie. My hair was looking like Buddy from School Days the other night. I should have put the part oh. down the middle. <laughs> um, but moving on, um, <clears throat> length of the series, expectations that come from. Long running series like your One Piece, your Naruto's, your DBZ's, uh, I guess, no, not really Hunter Hunter, but those longer, longer running anime we're getting really up there in chapters and episodes. Uh, how does that affect um, your outcome and what you want from the ending? Whereas if you're watching like a shorter series, you might not have the same expectations. Uh, go ahead and hop in, leak. 
you ain't spoken. Man, I, I didn't realize it until I started looking down, like when I started making a list of what I thought was good endings and bad endings and stuff like that. But I feel like the longer your show or series runs, the harder it is to wrap it up good because there's so many ways to Fuck forget things, exactly. make uh, have uh, not have uh, loose endings. You for you end up writing yourself in the corners. Mm-hmm. You forget plot lines. You forget to answer certain questions. You forget character development. You forget like some characters get left out. Like it's so hard to wrap up long running anime and manga. Like the and if you think about the ones that you feel like are good, it's very few and far between in my opinion. Where on the flip side, short ones, I feel like most of the ones I feel like are really good are short anime. They because and because they're shorter, they didn't explore these plot around that the black the branches from the main story aren't that many. So they were able to be short and concise and wrap everything up efficiently and it doesn't feel forced because you already didn't get a too much too much background so it's not like you're missing a bunch of stuff but the longer your show runs it's a lot harder to wrap it up efficiently just because the more details there's more stuff to put into it it's easier to forget stuff and that's just the way it goes it's kind of a trade-off i'm definitely uh uh definitely a, a worrier about one piece every one once in a while because like i've spent so long reading this series growing with this series loving this series and Oda hasn't failed me yet, but that's in the progression and the expansion of the series. And it's really a risk to world building. Man, and it's like I, I got faith that Oda gonna do it right, but it's like you only get one chance to really close the series out, unless you're like Toriyama and you get hella series after that. But <laughs> you really you really only get one chance to close that series out, and it's like damn, you, you gotta nail it. Like it's it's no mistakes. Like, this is not like you can just be like, oh, we had a and bad arc. And the sad part is, motherfuckers still gonna think it's like, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers still gonna overly critique it and shit like that. That is like, the sad part, bro. Even um, if even if he does rap, even if he explain, answers every single question that we've ever had, if the answer ain't what we want the answer to be, we still gonna have an issue. Or if things don't play out how you want them to play out. Yeah, because like the thing, we have all of these expectations. Exactly. Like, we have all of these expectations that, like the bar, the we set the bar so fucking high that nobody can ever reach. Like you know what I'm saying? So, nobody can ever reach it. And like not not every yeah, bro. Not everybody is gonna be happy with the answer. Like I feel not like only, it, not only do we set the bar high for Oda. The, the whole concept of a community, of a fandom, we've set the bar high for uh, power scalers, for, you know, reviewers yeah, and, and bro. theorists That's what I was, and I was everyone. Just about to so, say, being in this, one, like, me getting in this One Piece community with all of these motherfuckers, I really am starting to see, like, how these motherfuckers, bro, every time a chapter drop, we be in this chat, and niggas are just destroyed a chapter like it was some of the worst shit they ever read. And he's just like, Motherfuckers that say they fuck with One Piece, and I'm like, yo, how are y'all tearing this chapter down like this? Like, bro, it's just not the best Oda could ever do. And I'm like, how? Like, how are you saying that? Are you saying that because what's happening isn't happening how you want it to happen? Like, I think that's it's funny one. you say niggas, that because niggas now... is mad. Niggas is mad about how the Kaido versus the Scabbard shit was going. Yeah. Like, why is why, why is Kaido getting beat up? Like, bro, this shit makes no fucking sense. And da 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 da. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? We all know he's about to destroy these niggas, G. 
So like, it's why funny, are you mad it's funny about that you, uh, how we get It's that. funny that you say that about the, uh, not to, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, you good. It's funny that you bring that up about like how hard they critiquing the arcs and everything that's going on in the chapters. Cause now that I'm, you know, in the content creation game with you and we, you know, we do the pod, I'm really noticing the fine line between having critiques and being able to have like a, a an opinion and an eye for like, for details and what's happening and just straight up trash and shit for the sake of trash and shit because it's going to get views and I got to seem like I'm different from everybody else. Yeah, bro. And like, I'm just like, bro, y'all are really bugging. Bro, the perfect example, I got into it with these niggas because I just had to say something. Uh, <laughs> all right, now, Leek, I'm talking to you on this one because I know you read Berserk. You read the latest Berserk chapter? Um, I think I haven't. Okay. Actually, well, wait, 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 wait. Is that... This is after he came up at the armor? Yeah. So, like, the chapter was like... It was like a flashback chapter with him... With, with Guts seeing visuals about what happened with the Skull Knight, right? Okay, I don't think I read it yet. It's, right, I'm well, going to read it, though. You can... You can and that ain't, it. Yeah, yeah. It ain't that... That's basically what the chapter was. It was only, like, 13 fucking pages, and it was just that. Now... Since the Golden Age arc, we've known that the nigga who, you know what I'm saying, the nigga who had the Berserk armor before Guts was Chase. Relax. Was uh, Skull Knight. And we know that Skull Knight was the king nigga who, who was a part of that first sacrifice that they was talking about when they was going to the dungeon to save Griffith, right? Yep. So this is the reveal, right? We finally get the reveal that, oh, it really was him. In that chapter. That's what that chapter was about. And then the chapter ended. So these niggas is going crazy over this Berserk chapter. Like, like going mad? crazy. Like mad. They, no, no, no. Not mad. Like super hype. Super crazy. Like, bro, this is damn near the best chapter I've ever read in my life. La da 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 da. And I'm like, damn. It's crazy that you, like, you can read a chapter like that. But when Oda does a chapter like that, y'all trash it. He's like, bro, Oda doesn't Oda doesn't uh give us reveals. Yes, he does. I'm like, we had a whole backstory full of reveals. And y'all hated the backstory. The the, the reveals with Odin was off the chain so much. Literally so that, he, that he kept Odin shouted in secrecy throughout the whole reveal. Like we didn't even literally. see his face <laughs> into the end of it. We had to wait to get the reveal during his backstory. Literally. I'm like, bro. All this chapter was, and I'm not hating on Berserk because I love Berserk. I'm like, this this chapter was a reveal of some shit we already knew. Like, we already knew that. For you to just, like, throw that in our face and end the chapter without giving us no explanation or no details or no none of that, I was kind of like, eh, whatever, I'll wait till the next chapter. It wasn't that exciting for me. But, like, for them, it was the best shit ever. But when Oda does something like that, it's like, y'all trash that shit. So I really just, I'm just, like, Learning like leaks, I mean, like uh, Jimmy said, niggas just be wanting to have different opinions than the majority. One, two, niggas just gonna over like niggas are gonna have their expectations for shit, and when it don't go their way, they're gonna be acting like fucking kids. I mean, also imagine the the or not even imagine because it happens. People also be upset when they write. Like some of the some of the channels and people that I watch, like they spend all day time like pushing theories and pushing movements of what's going on and then when that starts to like it starts to unfold in the story and then they get upset like 
all of a sudden is fuck everybody that's that's on this movement because they seeing it now like you wasn't with me two years ago and then it'll also be a, like when it happens in the story they don't like the way it happened in the story so like not that they was absolutely right about what they thought should happen but that they didn't like how it happened so then now you gotta trash that and it's like bro you gotta chill out because you ain't the writer you're not the man right. well, let me ask you a question let me ask you a question sorry sorry Joe JB yeah cause I was just finna go to you bro no you good oh I was gonna say, um, would you say there's a certain sense of elitism that comes with the community of a great an- manga or anime? Um, I think there is elite elitism in the community towards other communities, and I think there's elitism within the community towards others in the community. It is a layered hierarchy. Just mm. for everyone, by the way, not just Jimmy. Oh, um, no, I, I, think, I agree. I think that. I think that it manifests itself in different ways. For the most part, I find many One Piece people to be unproblematic, and mm-hmm. the main problem that we really have is that we will overpush our shit. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't really get bent out of shape about like your series trash or like talk down on other people unless we're first attacked. But then, mm-hmm. um, if you're within the One Piece community, that shit is toxic. <laughs> Yeah. And we are toxic. We are toxic to each other with Zoro killing Kaido, Sanji oh killing God. Kaido, Sanji versus Zoro. You got, you got the worst generation over here. Shout out to us. Um, but you got the actual like worst generation from One Piece over here, and people got all their theories about them. And like, if you don't agree with those theories, like they shooting you down. So like within the community, it is a battlefield. It's literally just like the series. It's a bunch of pirates, and we all going around, and anybody can get the smoke. But outside the community, we pretty much just let people do what they're going to do. We do, like, ship our shit and package it. But um, that's about it. Now, if you're talking about um, one community I'm a part of that, like, I hate being a part of, but I do love the story, is My Hero. Talk about it. Um, I feel like they have I feel like they have elitism um, towards each other and towards other communities. I feel like they unnecessarily attack other uh, works of fiction. Uh, namely Black Clover, and I don't Yo, get what the comparison crazy. between Black Clover and My Hero is all the time. How they that's because they, bro, that's, that's they don't even they, the same. Both the new kids on the block, but they both mm-hmm. the new kids on the block. They're both yeah. the new kids on the block. Yeah, so I think it's like uh, Deku, ha- or not Deku, but My Hero has that. Uh, I feel like My Hero has that hipster, like handlebar mustache, kind of. <laughs> Vibe when they talking to people. They did, they did a smug. And Black Clover be out here kind of like, yeah, they they smug when they it's, talk to people. It's literally like Naruto. And, nose up at you. and I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what the One Piece is in all of this. The One like, Piece. I'm one Piece saying, is still One Piece, bro. Still. One Piece yeah, is still One Piece because it's still going. But like, like the way that the way that the way that the two communities bicker is is similar to that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think One Piece is still holding its own as One Piece. Um, there's I, I, like we don't have another long ass series like that to put against those two. Um, if I mean Boruto, but Boruto's anime is trash. It's absolutely mm. trash. I tried to like rewatch some episodes and just I didn't know what the fuck they was doing. <laughs> um, but I have I have found some great ass fights on YouTube in Boruto, and I will give them that they have animated the fuck out of some shit. And you know what's funny? They definitely post. Only the raw fights on Crunchyroll, <laughs> and it'd be every once in a while. It'd be every once in a while it'll come up on my feed like Boruto, and it'll be some 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 random ass filler ass fight that look raw as hell. 
one of the one of the fights that I love is the uh, when Sasuke and Naruto fight the Momoshiki guy. I think it is living, living, out, the, living out the Naruto and Sasuke. Right? That was that was off a movie when, though. That was well, I, it was I, also they, still in the anime. They put it behind the they went behind the scenes in one of the videos I was watching and you know talked about how they use Wing Chun. They modeled like Naruto Wing movies Chun. off Wing Chun. Well, yeah, y'all mm-hmm. know it's from it, man. You know it's crazy. And so like they break the fight down. It's fire. Mm-hmm. I love Wing Chun. Yo, I actually was gonna pick up that as a martial artist, martial arts, a few years ago. I found some flyer and I'm like, this is interesting. I was going to call the guy, but I'm like, this sounds a bit sus. Because I'm like, why would you just post a random flyer saying you're going to teach someone? And I called, but I did call him, though. <laughs> and he said, it's like $800. I'm like, for what? For him, just to, <laughs> for, him, for him just to tell me the movements and I have to practice on my own. Boy, so it's $800 for a pamphlet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> did you just say Bro, for real. He was yeah. trying to hustle me with a pamphlet. I was like, nah. He was going for you, bro. <laughs> Yo. Did y'all, see that, did y'all see that? And this is a sidebar. Did y'all see that Forex probate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that shit. Somebody, somebody sent it to me. Bro, what? Somebody sent it to me. Somebody said they the nooses, the nooses cloud, the nooses crowd surfing or something. I was like, these niggas is not noobs. Like it's no. Somebody said that their suits were badly tailored, and I cannot see. Bro, the forex. How? But how though? So the whole probate center is talking about forex. No, no, it wasn't. They, it wasn't. They, just, they just be going around like, this man right here, man, he been with us from the start. He got it up out the mud. It was <laughs> oh a hard God. three months for what him right now. But you talking it's to the a nigga in the back. man oh, now. The man. Nigga in the <laughs> my, boy, my boy, Money Making Master D. And then you run up and you jump, you jump into the crowd. GB, you did that a little bit too well. Hold on. The yeah, nigga in the background. The nigga in the background had me weak, bro. Wow. We here for you, bro. We yeah. here for you, bro. I'm I'm like, what the fuck? I need, I need to I gotta hey, find that shit. <laughs> Y'all laughing, but wait till the worst jet podcast probate drop. <laughs> I shit gonna be lit because we don't have to scam people to make us them listen to us. You gonna be there? We here for you, bro. I'm gonna ask Sensei just shout that shit from the back of the room. <laughs> I swear to God, it's Sensei. Sensei, Sensei would definitely be me. Sensei ain't gonna be that nigga. I'm like, I love y'all, nigga. That'll definitely. Well, that's that'll definitely. That's also GB. That's definitely. That's also that's GB. Definitely me. Ooh. I'm gonna get drunk and get y'all straight victory leadership speeches, bro. We need, bro. Bro, we. I feel like I feel like if both Sensei and GB got drunk, they'd be like, I, I, man, man, GB, you too old you ass ads. Too old. I love ass. you, man. And she'd be like, Nah, man. I love, like, I love you. Go, go back and forth. Mm. I just dropped. I just dropped it in the chat for y'all to watch. Take Ooh. take a shot, niggas. Take a shot. No, you take right. a shot. All right, we both gonna take a shot. We go. We gonna both take one. But uh, yeah, man. Back to the back to the expectations. My expectations was uh was are, are really high for One Piece. So I think it uh probably will affect what I'm willing to accept and not accept. Uh, My expectations high for Attack on Titan too. Mm. But you the. You read the manga, so I feel like. But I'm saying, at, at this point, at this point, are your expectations high? My expectations are extremely high, but I don't know if they're as high as yours because they're probably not as high as mine. But they definitely my expe- should be high. My expectations are really high, but for the anime, but in the back of my mind, I know that the anime is not the source material. So there is a possibility that the manga does end better than the anime. It's not guaranteed that the studio kills it. But based on what I've seen from the anime and what they've given me so far as the product, my expectations are really high. Would you but have I, been okay if the series ended 
the last season? No. I I still I still want more. Like I still I still need to know um what's beyond the ocean, what's beyond the water, like mm-hmm. I want to see what happens when they get over there and um find out if there's really a way to break the cycle. Like I got to um and I think that's me looking at regular reality uh at, mm-hmm. at real life and and being like, "Yo, you can always break the cycle. Like you can always change what's happening." Um and I'm probably projecting that and manifesting that onto Aaron and the others that y'all made it this far. Like y'all finally made it to the water with Armin weak ass. Um, don't know why he's alive right now, but he's here. So it must be for good reason. And I want the ending even, um, I'm okay with a sad, like, cause attack on Titan is a sad, depressing kind of like overcast type show. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay if all of them die or like some crazy shit happen. Like if they don't, quite have the ending that the ideal ending that you expect from like anime normally i'm okay with that uh what i'm not okay with is for them not seeing it all the way through and seeing it all the way to the end and me not seeing all the way through because they've come too far and they fought through too much so now i can't accept them just making it to this point as the ending um also this is like a ending for armin i i would have been okay if he would have died here at the ocean I think for me. <laughs> if they would have choose chose Erwin instead of him. Um I'll argue that he could be the better pick than Erwin, but now that I'm at where I'm at in the story now, we've made it to the ocean, now I, I would have to like second guess that argument too, because it's like, did we really need this nigga? Fair enough. Um, so that's just, that's where I'm at with it. My expectations is, is is high, but I feel like if I was reading the manga, um, I think they would be even higher just based on like how you niggas have been talking about Aaron being in his bag. I see Pat occasionally on the timeline. No, nah, Aaron I'm reading. I'm reading the latest chapter right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you playing the game? Yeah, facts. Plant spades. Um, I, we kind of we kind of talked about how like endings can can damage a series. Um, Have you ever had an ending that has changed the series around for you? Meaning in a positive way? Yeah, like like kind of wasn't feeling this shit, but you stuck it out, and then the ending was just like, hell yeah, I'm glad I made it to this point. This made everything okay. Um, as far as like just not feeling a series, not necessarily being bad, but it's not feeling it. Yeah, like, uh, like it's, FMAB. It's I knew that nigga was about to say that. <laughs> Funny as hell. FMAB. I mean, and that's not, and I, like I said, I don't think FMAB is bad. I just am not invested in it at all. But it had a very, very good ending. Oh, I thought you were about to talk about bad about the ending. Like, nah. I was about to give you so much Panda, side Panda was pulling up her sleeves and shit. No, nah, I had a really good ending. She writing her nose down like, I'm finna this nigga. Oh, like shit. I don't think I understand. Like I, my face just really just shifted, and my eyes just went to the side. Like Lee was saying it right there. In my Funny as hell. No, but uh, I don't think there's any. Um, I don't think there's. Man, you need some more water, G. I got you. I don't think there's any series that um that does that for me. Like I don't think there's any series that I feel I didn't fuck with, and then the ending was just like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Cowboy, I think, I think Cowboy I Bebop stop. did that for me the first time. Hmm. 
Um, I watched it at a younger age, and I guess maybe it was it was before my time to be watching Cowboy Bebop, but I didn't vibe mm-hmm. with it at the time. And so I used to watch it like, oh, this shit is huff, bro. Um, but I would just watch it because it's there. It's on the TV. Like, it ain't like I could just... I ain't have hella channels to choose from. So, um, but the ending was beautiful. Like, those last two episodes... I was all the way sucked in. Real I was like, world damn, blues. this shit is cold. And so You know what? I actually that's do the reason one. I went back and rewatched it. And then now I love the series. But at first I, I felt like it was mid and the ending is what turned it around for me. I actually do got one. What you got? I what? kinda got one. It's mm-hmm. like up in the air for me. It's Garan Lagan. Garan Lagan. Garan Lagan. Garan Lagan. Um, <laughs> because uh, it was like I was kind of I was super mad about that series. Um, even after the t- was it because it's a me- was it because of, it's a mecha anime? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. mainly. Yeah, I had a um, <laughs> but like the and the ending was super. When I say the ending, I mean the final fight. I don't want to say the ending. The final fight was super over the top and like just a lot of shit going on but the speeches was hidden baby that when they all formed it came like big as big as a fucking galaxy and they was like and simon was like tingen topa good on lagon just who the hell do you think we are i'm just like oh shit. yeah the speeches was the speeches was hidden i will never deny that like they got some dope ass speeches in that shit um and, like, so after the fight was over, like, I, I really appreciated how they closed the series out. Like, mm. how, uh, what the fuck the nigga name that you just named? Simone? Simone? Was just, like, a homeless Simone. man roaming the earth? Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Like, I like what? that. Ended. I was like, oh, Wait, what? <laughs> I like that that nigga was homeless. Uh, that nigga yeah. was homeless and humble. I think he's talking about after, I think he's talking about after um, Nia disappeared and everything. Yeah. He just roamed the earth and went about his yeah. way. I never finished the show, so. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, that's what happened. And it was cool. I was like, like it made How me say. Why didn't you finish the damn show? Because once he got to that thing. whole spiral shit and it was like. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Shit was getting out of hand, bro. That's what yeah. I'm saying, bro. It was wild, bro. It was like, uh, but the species was hidden. I mean, I enjoyed it because, like, you have to wonder why is everybody underground. I think they took the second half of the series to make it so, like, oh well, they were just keeping niggas underground to be oppressed and stuff. And mm-hmm. then you come to find out there's an actual reason for that. So I think I, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but that was that might have just be me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Lito, yeah. Um. Panda. What's up? You just calling our names? Attendance. I mean, I want to know if I y'all got. Um, me and Sensei kind of gave up endings. I want to know. Oh, if oh, oh yeah. Did, like change the series around for you. If you don't, it's oh, okay. Yeah. I do. I do. I do. Um. For me, that. <gasps> what you What did you say, Lee? Full Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's a spawn tangent. That's right. Um, for me, it's gonna be Berserk. Um, the ending of Berserk definitely was kind of like a "what the fuck" moment, but it's also like a "what the fuck," you know? You get like two "what the fucks," like you know, it's like damn. Holy Berserk. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure the out movies, the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the movies. I, I, I watched the movies. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, because that's you the only. Didn't that's fuck with the mo- you didn't fuck with the movies, and then no, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. 
I'm not saying moves are bad. Well, we, we just try to be clear where you're going with this. We want to yeah. know because Berserk, Berserk hasn't ended. So we just, we. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the movies. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the movies. The movies I had to watch that were on Netflix okay. for that short period of time. I don't know if it's still there or not, but the Berserk ending on Netflix with the movies, that ending was the most shocking ending for anything that I've ever seen. It just made me so completely, not traumatized, but like so, like, so. Like baffled that what the fuck I, I like I was rooting for this whole like trio you know guts you know whatever, whatever Griffiths and then what's her name damn what's her name Casca yeah I was like okay Cascades. it's gonna be a nice Cascades. <laughs> yes Cage I'm thinking it's gonna be like a be like ultimate no they're gonna be on the camp they're gonna be on the campaign fighting all these different battles I'm like okay I'm fucking with the battles could I enjoy medieval I'm medieval medieval lore and I enjoy the fights I enjoy the mythology and all that shit so I was already enjoying it. You know, but that ending was the part that sold me so much to make me like, okay, this is this shit. And I did try. I attempted to go and watch the continuation, you know, of the animation with that CGI. But I just I actually went back to the old, old one. Then I went to the new one. I was like, no. So, but that ending was just good enough for me to maybe enjoy the series as a whole to make it really conclude for me, even though it didn't conclude. But it left me with such a feeling like, okay, holy shit. But it's still left me to feel like I need more and I want to get more, but I'm just not going to read the manga. But the drug did that for me. Um, for me, I, I can't really think of going on, but one thing, one uh, that comes to mind is Yuri on Ice. So I started Yuri on Ice, I think, last year. And I didn't actually go back to try and watch it until this year because I actually lost interest in it for a second. And for those who don't know what Yuri on Ice is, it's a it's an anime about this guy who's a figure skater. Mind you, the way that they figure skate is amazing. But anyway, it's a really good. It's me, me getting to the ending. The last couple episodes really just really just did it for me. I think it's an amazing series. I really want to see a sequel, but that probably won't happen. But I, what started off as something that wasn't really as interesting to me ended up becoming one of the greatest, most heartfelt, most Actually, beautifully crafted animes I've ever seen. So I definitely recommend y'all watch that. GB, put that on your list, please. Thank you. As always, send me the link so I can add it because I will uh, forget because I'll be busy on the pod. We know. Uh, and uh, I think, oh, I want to see if we can all come to an agreement on one universally bad ending. <laughs> and maybe give some suggestions on what we think could be a better ending for it. But I, no. I'm not sure I want that universally bad ending to be the fourth Ninja War. <laughs> uh, how about Dragon Ball Super? Yeah. Dragon Ball yeah. Super? The tournament, of ta- power, the tournament of power ending was terrible. Complete garbage. Y'all didn't like the tournament of power? Nigga, no. Nigga, no. Wrong, wrong. You already done sucked the tournament of power dick on his part. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I enjoyed it. He definitely sucked that motherfucker from the back. <laughs> the only part that was good about that whole tournament was like the last team up with him and Frieza. That's it. That was great. That was- I enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like that art in the I, way I feel like, it was I feel like the tournament of powers awesome. ending was meant to be trash because I feel like the only reason for the tournament of power was to give us that old thing, 
and namely that old thing was like a Dragon Ball feel. We got back to like the angels mm-hmm. and the devils of things that you had in they, Dragon and Ball. And they didn't even do anything with that. We got to see every old character but Yum Cha like really get down. Child. Even though Yum Cha begged and pleaded, uh, we got to like see them all kind of in their bag. All of a sudden, they relevant again. Mm-hmm. Like Roshi and out here fighting the universal threats. Uh, we saw all the sands. We got more sands and mm-hmm. saw sands with sand culture and shit. We just got got more uh, sand, though. So I feel like Tournament of Power was more of like a promotional reunion. Like like after the series ends and you have like the reunion, the, the cast reunion, I feel like it was more of that and less of like meant to be like a real story. Um, I didn't expect them to really do much beyond that but i did want more like i did want to get deeper into like the gods of destructions and the angels and i want to know what the fuck weeds can really do like we got we like we got beerus who's supposed mm-hmm. to be the god of destruction and it took everything it took for us for goku to even be able to like fight semi on his level and you got weeds who's training him that we don't even know where his power begins much less He's the, the celestial being i definitely wanted to see more yeah, I yeah, but like all, all those beings are made equal. It seems like the angels are all equal on some some sort of level. But, the but even then, they said that uh, Homegirl was stronger than Weiss. Who? You said what? Oh, his sister. They already they said that. Yeah, uh, what's what's uh, Beerus's brother? Um, Champa. Champa. His Champa? angel was supposed to be stronger than Weiss. Remember that part where they were yeah, saying the that sister, they just he said, was stronger, yeah. and then he was like, "That was a long time ago." Like, so they really didn't even solidify that. So maybe well, maybe it's because like, he's older. It seems like their, it seems like their levels are more consistent. He's speculating. He's trying to fill in stuff that they didn't give us. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the guys of destruction, I feel like are, um, they were kind of all over the place. Like you got guys of destructions as not even the strongest or toughest in the universe. Did you read the manga and for the uh, for the arc? Who, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a couple chapters, but I pretty much just watched the anime. <laughs> Uh, the manga invested. for the arc was much better, and it it gave us a little bit more of what she was uh what she was looking for. Like it, there was a moment where like all of the uh, all of the guys of destruction had to fight. Like Did, for who, real, who threw, who threw them hands? Uh, Beers, Beers, of course, yeah. <laughs> right? Beers, Beers, Beers of course. Uh, Wait, it was, it was one more that was also going. Basically, it was because yeah, they Goku tried to got, jump. Started got the, the whole reason the tournament it became a thing uh, was Goku, so they were trying to jump beers. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But it was it was basically it was basically like them testing out. It was like them testing out the arena by having like a little mini tournament with just them. <laughs> it was like so like the master the master angel nigga was like, all right, we gonna have all of the gods of destruction test this shit out. Cause if you know, saying y'all can handle it, then of course these weaker niggas can handle it, like type shit. Uh, uh, and that I was, would that, en- was I would enjoy that was that was like, yeah, that was, that was like one of my yeah, that shit was like one of my favorite moments of the entire arc. Um, and it was before the fucking arc actually started, so mm. <laughs> the tournament actually started. I mean, see um, now if they did that in the anime, it would have made the tournament really more exciting. It would have made it, it would exciting. Not I would, hey, I'm it would have definitely here. made it more my, pers- my personal opinion. <laughs> Thank you. It so it sucks. We 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 have a we have a, a four to one that it sucks. Or Panda didn't really chime in. Do you even care, Panda? Oh, 
I didn't really watch the Terminator Power. Didn't miss you. I didn't really care about <laughs> Super either. It, it's, it, I, it was really, I'm sticking by it. was really made for like long time fans of the series just yep. to give us something to be like, oh, he's back. Are you mad about that? I still hold on to the idea that. I still hold on to the idea that Dragon Ball Z should have ended after Dragon Ball Z. Mm. And that would have been fine. To answer your question, uh, Master D, Rome, yes, I am upset about that. I am not the person that just wants things just to have them as like, oh, like, here you go, as a consolation. I so, want things to be so actually question, quality and like... So, if some titties are in your face right now, considering fan service, would you deny them? Yes, because who the fuck titties do they belong with? I'm not a titty titty fruit user, bro. I just don't want. I'm not a titty titty fruit user. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want. I don't want random titties that's been dragging on the concrete and shit in front of me. I care about who the fuck them titties attached to as well, bro. Okay, you made your point. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can see see what I'm not wanting here. Finally, you see. Yeah, bro. I like. I, I don't. I didn't. I don't hate Super Tournament of Power, but I also don't love it. I just felt like it was what it was. Like I felt like we got promotional. Like it was for us to just see all our characters come back. I did enjoy I moments did. like seeing Roshi fell again at the uh, the evil containment wave. Uh, that that shit never. That shit never works out. Never for works. I don't know why he keep doing it. But it looks nice um, visually. I, I did want to see Yumcha get his play and be able to fight in the tournament so they could put to bed the whole, like, maybe he get a little bit of shine and maybe we could finally, like, move past him laying curled up on the ball from the, uh, was it Saber Man? dead. Imagine Yamcha in the tournament of power, his first fight, the guy just looks at him. You mean the Saiyan, the Super Saiyan? Yeah, yeah, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. And he just gets hit one time. He's in, in that crater. The entire tournament. Bro, if they do that, then they gotta, like, that was definitely fan service. Like, they did that just for fan service. Oh, man. That, that would have had you weak, man, the entire time. But, okay, so we don't like it, or we felt it was mid, or we're indifferent. What would you guys have changed? power? Yeah, to make it a better ending. Mm-hmm. Actually, give Gohan his power up. Yeah. yeah. Actually, do something with the angels, making them look all sinister. Definitely. Actually, do something with the grand priest. Like, they could have did so much, but they just focused on Goku and his one power up that really kind of felt like bullshit to me anyway. Yeah. The, the whole time, I was really expecting like a, a plot twist, double cross betrayal from the angels. Um, well, you always expecting that shit. He just looked yeah, evil. I, I I to have... Why do they look evil? Because Why they're smiling and they trying to get short. Exactly. I wanted, like, I, wanted I wanted something sinister to happen with them because it, it just didn't make sense that they're so strong and they're still choosing to willingly be a part of this 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 construct that they literally don't have to be a part of. Like you know what it been... runs on them and like they're not even getting the credit that they need. You know what would have been a great ending? Well, that I think would have been if they continue oh, that with like the black um, um, storyline with the second Zeno. And like they would have tied that into the whole agents and then be like, maybe the angels are actually replaced by opposite, like basically like the black version of different angels all over the place. That That's arc ended trash too. That arc was absolutely <clears throat> terrible. That was honestly I, the I, worst arc in all of Dragon Ball Z history. 
I would have enjoyed that. You talking about you ain't like you ain't like Rose? Nigga, no. Oh my god. Oh, Rose so bad. So bad. Nigga. It got so bad that you basically have to, oh well, let me snap this whole universe away. Basically. <laughs> terrible. That would that was bad. Um, that would be ashamed of himself for that art. Yo, speaking of art. Well yeah, I think uh I think all in all, um we we, we got into, you know, a couple things today. We talked about like what makes the arcs good and what we as consumers and viewers expect to see from the arcs. Uh, we talked about the like what we don't like as well. Um, turns out it's a lot that we don't like. Um, open open storylines are okay, but we don't like open storylines without purpose. It seems like because you you have like open ended storylines in Dragon Ball Super and like they don't make sense. They can't just be left there. But then you have open storylines from Cowboy Bebop and it fits with the series and it fits with everything that's been happening. So it works. Um, all in all, I think the main moral of the story today is that the endings really must fit the series. There's no standard way to do a series ending. There's no rules that say you got to cover every character and close up every plot line. Um, there's also no rule that says that you can't really um, close up anything because like it's life and it continues to go on. It just has to fit the series and it has to make sense, um, which is great because it gives us space to get a lot of creativity and um, a lot of variety from creators when they're putting these series out for us, which benefits us because we love it as the consumer. Um, I think that's it for this conversation today. Um, And it's about time for the Sensei Rapid Fire questions of the episode. Oh, I think it is. Might just be. And the Don. I knew I was coming. What's up? What up, nigga? Not shit, bro. What up with you? Shit, man. Got the rapid fire, man. Try to <laughs> I'm ready. All right, dog. Kagami or Hinata? Hinata. Hinata or Almine? <laughs> oh shit! Hinata. <laughs> Kisei or uh, Kageyama? Kageyama. Cap again. Cap. Joker versus. Hisoka. Are we talking about okay? Are we talking about better? Like, you already answered. You already. I just, answered. I just want you to pick one. I just you got to pick one. I I guess I'll tell you. I'll explain <laughs> my answers, but there's a. It's not based off of like sports ability. I'm just like okay. Go go ahead. You want to explain right now or no? Oh, I can explain right now. So y'all know he's not my favorite character, but yep. Kageyama versus Kisei. Kisei's a better athlete, of course, but Kisei's also like a super powered fucking athlete. Like Kisei got some skills and shit. But I like Kageyama's complexities a lot more as a character. Fair enough. I do think Kageyama is probably a better character. Is is. Um, I feel like Kisei was pretty complex too, but you know that's the story of the day. But not as he, he he. I'm not saying he's he lacks complexity. But when you compare his character versus Kageyama's, Kageyama has a lot more character as well as a lot a better growth so far as what we've seen as a character. Kisei just wasn't emo with dark hair. But... That's okay. <laughs> uh, I. What you say? <laughs> Wait, Zeke, come on, let me finish. Uh, Joker right. from Fire Force versus Hisoka. Who you got? Oh, I want to say Joker. Mm, I don't know. I, I really want to say Joker. Hisoka's smart as shit. You know? I think he might be able to get around. He... Me. I don't know, but I might put that around my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Because uh... I'm, I'm over here like I don't know, bro. I gotta think on that. I don't, one. Really, I don't really know. <laughs> because like we have. We really don't know all of what Joker can do. Easy. So that's why we don't know all of what Joker can do. 
True. Except for we know he can do bungee gum. <laughs> <laughs> um, who I, you pick? Who you pick? He picked. She picked Joker. Picked, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Armstrong or Ito from Tokyo Ghoul. Ito. That, I'm sorry. It's not even Ito. close. I thought that was Did, gonna, have you not seen Ito in action? I thought action that was going to take a lot more of thought and debate. Well, <laughs> I appreciate Olivia, but I also like love Ito's destructive capabilities. Plus, Ito will will, will kill kill Olivia. Olivia gonna put up a fight though. Karasuno mm-hmm. versus Seijo or Serene versus Taiko. Karasuno versus Seijo. Wow, I think it's a tie for me. Baby. Um, all right. Now for the weird questions. You ready? Oh, fuck. Here we go. If you had to rotate husbandos oh. once a month, who would, your, who would your top three be? Oh, hold on. Let me see. Um, uh, probably. This shit really made her happy. I just heard <laughs> yeah, Extremely happy. She's like, ooh, ooh, I've been waiting on this question. Um, <laughs> she did that sit up since they was talking about. That's I did. Fact. Why y'all playing? I so straightened the fuck up to think about this shit. Um, Benny Maru. Um, present of uh, the current Kuro, not the anime, the current manga Kuro. Kuro's like a year older than me in the manga. So, Kuro. Shuhei Hisagi? That's the one I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Next one. If you had to be written into an anime as the wife of a side character, that would be the uh, what would be the anime, and who would the side character be? Kuro. Wow. <laughs> or or Benny Maru Five Force. <laughs> Fair enough. Last one. Would you rather get strip searched and fingered by Mayuri from Bleach? Oh, no. Or give head to Sheena on a bed of bugs. I wish y'all could see my face right now. Can I just die, please? No, bro, you gotta do one or the other. I mean, I'll take I'll take Ugh. I'll take Mayuri, especially he got his makeup. Really? A bed of bugs, my nigga? Yeah, I mean, a bed of bugs. Bro, mm. but he don't have I, bugs on him, I don't think. Mm, maybe, maybe. A bed of bugs. That means I'm laying on, I'm laying on bugs, stupid. I mean, bro, or bro. you can, uh, yeah, I mean, how, yeah. how do you even know? Like, you you give a head and then a bug just crawl up in your mouth? No. <laughs> Madden's crawled out. If I'm laying on a uh, bed of so bugs, you'd rather be fondled bugs with, crawl. You'd rather be fondled with by Mayori than to give, than to, than the Give head to a normal ninja. I think you underestimate how much bugs. I despise insects. Mm. I think you under you said on a bed of bugs. I did. Right? I did a bed of bugs. You underestimate how much I fucking hate bugs. <laughs> are they, are they, a bed are they of still, bugs. Or are they all moving at the same time, creating a solid surface? Mm. Uh, they probably moving. I don't know. I really don't know. The way I probably. envisioned it when I when I wrote this down was <laughs> the that way I envisioned it. <laughs> was that he had a normal bed. But like, as you were giving him head, the bug started coming out of the bed. That's a, de- that's that's a double hell no. That's, a that's double even hell. more creepy. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So, no, so no. the bug is well, inside the bed. Take... Well, like he's like the bug nigga, right? So like, anything. You also have to remember that he has bugs living inside his body. 
Yeah. yeah. No. Inside so like, the body? Bus and it's going to be bugs? Yes. You know, they're, 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 it's a symbiotic relationship. It's literally a symbiotic relationship. You know, when, uh, so when he shoot that final. Exactly. That's, y'all see why I chose the fucking other one? Nope. Nope. Spider eggs? And cobwebs? Fair enough. Shout out to Eisenleg Love. That is it for this episode. Thanks to everybody for uh, coming out and joining me on this podcast. I appreciate y'all as always. Um, to the supernovas out there, make sure you guys uh, continue to check out the anime and manga guide. Uh, you can find that at the link in our bios and uh, our email. You can Google. I don't know if we can pop up on Google. I gotta look into that. I'm gonna look into that. So make sure you can Google us too. Google me, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Google me, y'all. <laughs> Hit us up on IG and Twitter. Tap in with the conversation. Let us know uh, what y'all feeling, what y'all like. Uh, use the hashtag WorstGenTalk and uh, stay in tune. Remember to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. And until next time, we out. Bye, niggas. Sayonara, Mina. Arrivederci. Yeah.